Hello, welcome back to the new episode of After 5 at Jumix. And here we have Deanna. And Sen Steel. Okay, today we are going to be talking about this topic that we all can relate to before or next in the next month or in the next few years. So today we are going to talk about just graduated and feeling lost, okay? Oh and yeah, before we start that, we have already reached our 10 episode. Woo, 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 yeah, woo. pop the champagne. Yeah, <laughs> our voice popping champagne. So yes, in our 10 episode, we'd like to talk about something that uh, I think we all could relate or related to, like I said before. Yes. I graduated, I think, eight years ago. So now you have school. reveal your <laughs> age at last. Oh, you do your own maths, okay? Yeah. Okay, wait, we should start with why we did, you know, come up with this topic. SPM 2019 was trending on Twitter yesterday. So they're going to get their results like maybe another week or so? Yes, in two weeks time, uh, the results will be released on March the 5th. So a lot of people are like saying that, you don't know how, <laughs> because uh, after, S- I think it was two months ago that they ended the SPM, like during December was the last subject. Mm. And then usually you would just like to not think about it because you've been thinking for about it for your whole, I mean, I think from four, from five, you've been thinking. Oh, but the day has time. come now. Yeah. <laughs> you need to face it. So it's it's time to, you know, really answer your question on, ah boy, <laughs> meaning that uh, what are you going to study next, okay? So I think back in when I'm graduating for form five, right? So back then, a lot of my friends are actually very lost. They have no idea what to do, whether they should continue study or they should, you know, just go out and try to work. Yeah, I think the age when we reach 17 and 18 is the most lost you could be because you don't know what is out there and how you should be facing it. And usually we would go to like subjects and and go to study something that you have heard about rather than, you know, taking a risk, exploring. And I think the results from your SPM will slightly affect what you're going to study as well, right? Because if you're not getting a good result, you might need to, you know, go through another level of, what do you call that? Like a foundation? Yes, or a foundation year before you can actually go into diploma or the university. Yeah, I think I could basically relate to that, although my results weren't that, that bad, but it wasn't like fantastic that I can take any course I want. So during that time when I chose my course, I had some boundaries that I cannot go to. For example, if I wanted to study in aviation, I couldn't do that mm. because my results Why? weren't that good enough that I can go I to see. aviation. So the university said you cannot come in because of the results. Yes, uh, I took um, I took early intake. So it was in January, even before my SPN results was out. So I was mm. using my forecasted results and then they were saying that, oh, um, in this case, I think it's better that you choose something that is within, you know, your results and all that. Oh, so that's bad. Like automatically a lot of subjects weren't on my reach to go I and see, study. Yeah. Okay. But did I regret that I didn't study well? I, I could say it no. <laughs> because I okay. had a lot of fun in high school. Okay. Yeah. So let's rewind back to I mean at the moment when you take your results, right? Mm. So some of them they are going to be very happy because they got a good result, but some of them might not get a favorable result. Yeah. So what what they can do after, you know, after get the papers from the school, what they should do the next step after they get the paper. If it's for me, for and, and my what did you do? Yeah, what did you yeah, do? Yeah, for then? my experience on how important that cert and that results meant was maybe I couldn't get some scholarships. 
oh, which yes. actually affected me to get some, I mean, relieving me in financial loans. But mm. in other cases, also not being able, like I mentioned, to take some subjects that wasn't in my results. And then other from that, I don't remember taking out my SPM results ever again, you know, mm. like other than these two reasons. And also like, you know, getting funds and grants for your, I mean, mostly for your tertiary education is more towards like seeing whether are you good enough to get this scholarship, blah, blah, blah. But of course, like having some financial help is good because we don't know how to really manage our debts. This is something that I think all students could relate to because we weren't brought up in an education system where it taught us, you know, how you could relieve your debts. We have been um, studying accounting and all that, but they don't teach us how to manage our money, you see? If I would say if I regretted not studying so well in high school, it would be like not being able to get scholarships. Scholarship, mm. okay. So I think for me, I'm quite clear of what subject I should get back then because during Form 5, I've involved a lot in e-commerce. So I think that I can really just pursue something that is close to what I'm doing every day back then. So I, I'm lucky I have a course that called e-commerce and marketing back then in yeah. Park College. For so your info, right, Sense is like called the streetwear god when he was <laughs> in high school. <laughs> so whenever, when you think of streetwear, I think, don't know how many years he has graduated, but that is the time where, uh, that's oh, you're old times. Yeah, buy some, what, cool sneakers and all that, you go to Sense. Yeah, so pursuing in e-commerce will also help me to, you know, learn how to sell this kind of streetwear through the internet and so on. But I see a lot of friends who actually don't know what to choose or what to do. So they just come to me and say, hey, sense what what did you what course did you take so they just follow so a lot of people they actually make a decision based on you know following their friends and so on but my advice here is that you should really think about what you want to do in the future don't think about now maybe think about five or ten years down the road what do you see yourself what do you want to become so sometimes i i think a lot of parents will give them pressure of like hey son i i really hope you can become yeah, yeah someone like me uh because I'm a doctor, I hope you can become a doctor too. Mm. But I think students shouldn't worry themselves too much about parents, the pressure put up by their parents. You should really talk to your parents and say, if you, if you know what you really like, then you should talk to them. You know, instead of just, oh, okay, it's that, I'm, I'm going to do what you asked me to do. You're going to regret. Yeah. yeah. Or some people, would, would, they will fail in their diploma and degree because they, they don't like what they study. Yeah, yeah, I think in that case, this is one of the situations that happened to some students, but also the part where some students are lost and then they don't have certain direction to go to, then they just follow. But I think in that sense, in order to avoid this from happening, there's a way to really think about what are you supposed to do next. Every time when you're feeling lost, it's because you know there is some time constraint you know, up your alley, then it pressures you to faster make your decision. So don't think about it when you are already close to that time limit. You should be thinking about it before it even happened. Like, you know, do some planning, go and do some research, even when you're from two, from three, from four, not until you're from five and mm. then you graduated and then you don't know what to do. Yes, I agree. That, that's very important. You, you should try to find your own potential and your hobbies, what you like, even before from five. Yeah. even before your your graduation year. Yeah, I, and that time are uh, the best times to really go and explore what you like doing because you don't have commitments, you don't have so much on your shoulders that you have to really burden you. So most of the time, you can just explore whatever you want. You have the time, you have the energy. That's the best time to, to explore. And I think that time, if someone would tell me, just use your time wisely because at that time, all the adults or 
or my seniors will say, yeah, 年轻真好, you know, yeah, but 年轻真好, yeah. so, we, you so don't get what? it during yeah. that time. You, you just play. And, exactly. You know, I'm like, huh, what? That, we but, st- that you think you still have plenty of time to, yeah. you know, just w- don't worry about it then. But then time flies. Now yeah, you're graduating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, and then you'll be like, huh, I'm lost. So most of the time, it's better to not say, yeah, for sure, 年轻真好, meaning that when you're younger, it's always better. But you should also tell people why is it better when you're younger, right? Like you have the time, you have all the freedom to go and explore what you like to do. Go try everything, you know, just just do it. So if let's say the result came out and you got not so good results, it's, it's not the end of the world because even my results are not good back then. So if you decided not to continue study, that, that's pretty fine. That's actually better because you will have more time as compared to your friends. Take into account that you need to spend at least two years in diploma, another two years in degree, that's total four years. If let's say you came out to work at 18 years old, then you will have four years of head start ahead of your friends. You know, experience is much more valuable than just academic results and so on. So if if I'm going back in time, maybe I will also just come out to work after Form Vibes. Like getting the real world experience, real world communication and so on is much more valuable and useful in real life situation. Okay, with, with what you said just now, have you learned anything through your diploma and degree in uh, this way? Yes, I, I did learn quite a lot in diploma because not just, you know, the academic, you, you study from the books and so on, you also have a lot of free time, you know, during some breaks, after school and so on. You have a lot of time, so I did a lot of research and playing around with e-commerce and stuff. So I had the time to really study and just learn about different things. So diploma is quite beneficial, but then a little bit of regret studying degree because <laughs> really doesn't really get much information or knowledge from there. And I kind of spent the time unwisely back then. Yeah. Okay, if, if I were to ask you, name three things that you learned from degree that you are still using today. Degree. Can, degree, yeah. I really can't recall anything. <laughs> <laughs> Did group work help? Sorry, group Did work. Did group work help? Uh, yeah, I think maybe I learned how to quickly find information because there's a lot of researching back in college. Okay, then the second thing is, I think a little bit of opposite of what my lecturer taught me or said. Because during presentation last time, you know, you, you have to come out to present mm. and talk on the project you have done, right? So in my group, I actually like to, you know, stand out from the rest. Yeah. So I actually be more confident and you know speak more like a more confident guy in the group yeah, yeah. and then the teacher will say why do you present like this mm. why did you present it like this you, you you don't synchronize with your teammates at all mm. you you stand out too much mm. but then i think this is what i want to do i want to stand out right yeah, i yeah. want to stand out from the rest and i don't want to be normal yeah yeah so this is something i learned from her but it's the other way around okay yeah so so that's the second thing and the third thing maybe um yeah maybe it's the how to work together in a group right so you have teammates during projects and so on. So back in secondary school, most of the time you spend reading or doing projects alone. And in college, you get to work together with your friends. So you can build up the knowledge or the experience of working together in a group. Yeah, I think that that's all from me. Mm, it sounds like most of it is like working with humans, like working with people. But I think the real experience where you come and work and work with you know your colleagues will give you a better experience because... When you are studying, you're like, it's okay, you know, you don't need to do so well, you just have to pass. So it really depends on who you're working with. 
which I think in uni I did learn that. How about that. you? Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Like in uni, I was quite uh, blessed enough to be studying in Brisbane. So that time I went to Australia to study and it was a whole new experience, mm. you know, being able to study in an international... In overseas. Yeah, like a, a culture, very different country. culture. Yeah. So during that time, of course, I did get some culture shock from, <laughs> from the people there because they are working, like mostly, most of them are working and also studying. So whenever mm. it comes to group work, they'll be like, working maybe during the midnight or, or during mm. odd hours because that is time when they are off work. So being in their group, meaning that you have to also, you know, communicate with them during that time of the hour. So that time when I was doing group work, most of it was me doing it first. And then after that, they come in and say, oh yeah, I like to change it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I had to like wake up and then try to change it myself. So so, so they're working on midnight and they're working on just like yeah, 7 to 9. Either very, very late or very, very early. Oh, okay. Which are the times that I'm trying to sleep, la, right? Mm. So uh, that one is the first thing. The second one is, I think if I were to compare local education and also going overseas to study, it's very different on how your professors and lecturers actually make you work. In diploma, when I was studying locally, I could feel that most professors and lecturers are spoon-feeding you. Like they, they give you a lot of tips. Like even if you you have better relationship with a certain lecturer or professor, you get better marks. They give you answers. To yeah, them. they give you answers. And then that time I was like very unbalanced because I'm a, I'm a type of person that doesn't like to be too close with lecturers or anyone that is uh, marking my assignments because I think somehow or other it will affect your marks. So I would rather, you know, stay away from them other other than asking them questions, I wouldn't have like a personal relationship with them. <laughs> but yeah, that one was very unbalanced. But then when I went to uni, it was a whole different thing because a class has like 400 students and you have like 10, at least 10 tutors in one subject. Mm. So every tutor that you go and ask one question, they can't remember you. They don't know who you are, but you're mm. just asking it. It's like anonymous. Yeah. So it's more so, fair. Yeah, yeah. So they just, you know, reply whatever. But the bad thing about it is everyone answers you differently. Like this oh, lecture might You don't get this, like a standard that, set of answers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But in other ways, if you think about it, you get to learn. You, have, you get to understand what they are trying to say. Also, like studying that, it really affects how I do more analyzing because mm. of how they give you answers. They don't spoon feed you. They just tell you, oh yeah, I can export this. Then you have to go and study yourself. Blah, 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 they just like point you in a direction then go yes, explore. And yes. Okay. So it's more towards making you learn than here. They say, oh yeah, like that, like that, like that. <laughs> then you just follow. Just put your answer like that then you'll be how many marks, okay? It's very different in that way. And that time there were no references at all. Like the uni is so big. You cannot like go and ask your seniors whether, hey, can you send me an assignment I want to refer to? So you of go to course, the library. Yeah, of course I had like a few seniors that were there to help me, but it's still not entirely the same. Like courseworks are more more updated that way. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's like every semester is different. Some but I thought most different. of them most of you guys do the research online. Yes. I we so do a lot. Reference come from online. Yeah, and referencing was so hard. Like I hated Tunitin so much. Like you go in, even your name also gonna Tunitin. So it's like, excuse me, it's my name. Eh. Like Tunitin is like, it's a plagiarism so yes, checker yes. software. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, they have very very tight um Tunitin, uh percentage marks that you have to reach. For example, for this whole report, you can only have five percent. Because mm. these are the things that you can have same with the other classmates, but the rest of your answers cannot be the same. If it's the same, then they will maybe ask in to investigate you. What happened? Did you 
ask someone to do your assignment? Did you copy who, who, who and who? So that was pretty strict. So you really had to work on your own brains. That was where I really learned how to do more analyzing and critical thinking on how to paraphrase the same thing you see on Google hmm. to go into your report, which everyone is seeing the same thing, to come up with their own answers. Yeah, that part was pretty much I learned from uni. But in terms of the subjects that helped me, I would say not much, lah, mm, really. Okay. Most so of it are it's, soft it's skills. It's more like the yeah, soft skills that you, you have to use in order to complete whatever is assigned to you rather than the subjects that they teach you in class. Yes, yes. And the culture. The culture was so different. Like For me to actually experience that, it was very, very different. And the way they learn is very different. They really make you go and expose yourself to things that you're uncomfortable at and very unaware of so that you can really force yourself to learn. Mm. And I see the like I see the bigger picture now. Although in uni, like, I couldn't remember the time where I had to read so much. Mm. It was during uni because you have to read through a lot of like reports and all that to get your answers so yeah basically that was what i learned and mm -hmm. if you ask me whether spending that amount of money in uni was worth it or not i don't know what to say <laughs> because <laughs> okay. without uni I'm, I'm not too sure whether i will get these skills or not which helped me a lot like today that's that mm -hmm. what i feel yeah i think because like you you are very lucky that you have the support to yeah. you know travel to overseas and study overseas in overseas university yeah. but some of us we we may not we might not be so lucky we might not have the financial support yes. we might not have the resources from our parents or from anyone mm. after graduating from from five we might be lost and we, we are forced to go into the work field to yeah. start earning money to feed the family and i think this is not the end of the world mm. right you, you have to face this reality sooner or later it's not like oh I still have time, I still got resources, I got support, I can just continue to study and study yeah, and study yeah. until age 30 or some. Also, that is why I mentioned all these things. Now you know that uh, how it is, like from what I shared, like you know how it is in, in uni and overseas, you could learn all these soft skills while you're studying here locally. Like you could put more effort into doing your research, you could know how to paraphrase words. You, these are actually tips on how to learn better, how to put you know, learn more soft skills while you're doing your work. Because most of the time, I see people here that, ah, I just want to pass or something like that. Mm. But if you put more effort into doing all these things, you can actually do better. So from where you're coming from, you're saying that instead of, you know, strictly sticking to your subject or strictly sticking to the textbook, use the effort to explore. To explore. Mm. I mean, in order to find out the answer, the process that you have to go through is actually the things that you're going to learn. Yes, yeah. yes. The process is, is more important than the results in the end of the day because you get to learn how you, you build something from zero to a hundred. I think that's the thing that everyone should be learning. And if you're going to uni or even you're studying any subject, no matter how lost you feel, you have to know that you're progressing somewhere in these terms, in these terms that you're le learning all these soft skills. And I think for those that it's not so lucky that you don't get to you know go to overseas, our local university and local college are still good yeah, in an yeah. extent that it's still coming down back to you, right? Even in high school, you shouldn't put 100% rely on your teachers and textbooks. You should rely on yourself. You have to do your own study. You have to put more effort and time into your study. So same goes when you go into college, universities, no matter it's overseas or local, or you don't go into university at all, you go into the workforce directly. You have to put more effort in what you do. You have to believe and you have to spend more effort than everyone else so that you can achieve better than other people. Yeah, in that way, you are also putting the money that you are spending in into more value. It's, it's the way you learn. And those are the skills that you can use 
when you're out in a in the industry, no matter where you are, like you could be using this if you're an engineer, you can using you can be using this when you're a doctor. It's everywhere you go. Soft skills are more important than than the subjects that you're actually learning in in yes. you know. I I haven't used a lot of subjects that I learned, to be honest. Yes, especially at maths. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, until I, today I, I'm not sure why MS exists. Why? But I think in some it. engineering field. But yeah. even I asked my engineering friend, yeah. they say uh, they didn't use MS in in their work as well. So, mm. but it can be a good knowledge. So I d- I don't know. Yeah, I think the thing about the thing about us learning all these subjects when we are in high school is the education system is trying for us to go and explore so many things. Yes. So when you are getting your results and you are not good in some subjects, it's fine. So you yes. know that okay, you shouldn't be exploring this subject. You know that you're not not going to be good in it so you just yep. it's a it's a good way to eliminate the subjects that you're weak in then you just focus on your strengths i think the mainstream education they give you everything they can so that you can test and see which one is right for you and of course some of the subjects you, you are not going to do good but you can take it as a challenge like this is a very difficult subject so what you can do to you know try your best as you can mm. that is a it's a challenge that you, you will face in life mm. so take it as a lesson okay since we are in this topic where uh, in the results topic what if I get all straight A's and I'm also lost because I got mm. every choice I have so, yes, you so have what can I all the choices do? in the world you can <laughs> yeah. study doctor I can then I think it's a, yeah. you're blessed with a good result then you can really go to what you would like to study I mean back to what I said just now try to imagine yourself 5 years later 10 years later what do you want to become who you want to help what you want to own and possess. Is it you want to help more people to, you know, you want to save life, then you go to study doctor. Or is or it you want to withhold yeah. justice, you can study law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you want to fight crimes, you can become police. Are you saying that it's more towards your personality and character to be able to Yes, I think identify. don't let your academic results judge and determine who you want to become. Even you get straight A, you can just go out and become a merchant, you know, yeah. sell food, sell ice cream. It's okay because... It's up to what you want to do in life. What makes you happy? You, you are very blessed if you do not need to, you know, feed your family and so on. So you get the choice to do whatever you like. So if you think that you want to become a police, even you get straight A's, that's fine. Yeah. yeah don't listen to whatever people say, hey, it's wasted uh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just, just do what you want to do. Or maybe you can also give other people a chance. Maybe that they say you should try this and that. Maybe you can give yourself one to two years to try and see whether you really like this kind of thing or not. Because sometimes you do not know whether you like it or not until you start to do it. I think you can go and volunteer in some some work, you know, to be able to really explore. Is it your way of doing it? Do you really like mm, it? Yeah, join a community, fight for a cause, find other off-topic stuff to do, you know, not just studying the school and so on. Yeah, you can also go to LinkedIn and, you know, just connect with some people. I think LinkedIn is a very good place for people to find their careers like to mm. really understand what people are doing out there and to really know whether is is that thing suitable for them yes you can actually even go to the ceo of the companies that you like and then try to say you want to intern there yeah. just work for free you know the, the knowledge and the experience you are going to get from interning at a company or near the ceo that you like is going to be very invaluable yeah, it's it's going to worth so much than just a few hundred yeah, that's <laughs> allowance. True. Yeah. Yeah, I think there are a, a lot of ways that you can explore and because of how technology is so advanced today, you can connect with anyone in the world today. Yes. You can just go and search on YouTube, see what is a day in the life of a marketer, you can see a day in the life of, of a lawyer. 
at least you get to really see it. Like back mm. back in those days, we don't even get yes. to see all this. Unless we, our friends and family are, are the profession. Yeah. We, we don't get this kind of privilege. Yeah, 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 that's true. Okay, so there are actually another group of people who their parents have very high expectation of them. They have, they expect their children to flat off the A's and so on, get very good academic result because they want them to become like doctor, lawyers and so on. But what if you didn't get the result that your parents expected? Some of them, they might go into depression or they will feel very bad, very terrible and very sorry to their parents. But the way that you can redeem yourself, you know, to prove yourself again, is to go out and maybe pick up another subject or you can try to do different things and prove it to your parents that you are actually good in this field and not the field that they have chose for you. So you need some time, you need to talk to them and let them give you the chance and the time for you to prove yourself again. So do not go into depression or feel like, oh, I did not meet my parents' expectation, I, I feel very bad and so on. I mean, you, you should be responsible to yourself and to your parents and become a better person and to achieve success in other particular field that you've chose instead of what they want you to be. Yeah, that's right. Like a lot, I, I did meet like uh, juniors that told me that yeah, they are not too good in studies, they, they don't know where to go, they don't know what to do. So sometimes it might make you feel that you're very hopeless. And especially living in an Asian country, I understand that some you know, um, relatives, they will say, ah, yeah, you know, this, this student, you know, cannot, cannot study. And then it's better that I don't waste money on them and all that. But in this way, you should be even more hardworking on proving yourself that you can do better than what they are describing how you are. You can, there's a lot of things out there. And usually during times like that, you will feel very, very depressed. You want to stay at home most of the time. You don't want to do anything. You just sleep, eat. It makes you what they are trying to describe you. So, with that, you know, you should really stand up straight, put your head high and think of the ways on how you can reach out to, you know, so many things in this world. You have to remember this world is so, so big and there are so many things for you to do. I personally really am very thankful for people that are even, you know, cleaning the floors for us, you know, doing a lot of janitor work that people think that is very, you know, low income and very not prideful enough to have this kind of job. But the thing is, all this small little or even big roles make a difference in this world. And you should remember that, that you can be better than who you are. So if you don't know what to do, you, you want something that your results is away and you want to do something else that when you go to that job, that person is not going to ask you, hey, what's your results? To be able to get that job, you can go for jobs like being a barista. You can learn from a you know professional barista on how to do good coffee. Coffee is such a good place to explore things. And you could even be a property agent. You could look at properties that have very high commission. You know, you get at least two to 3000 depending on what kind of property you're selling. You can be a hairstylist. A hairstylist is something that is very fun. You, if you're a creative person, you can go in and, you know, explore colors, explore how you style your hair. Or you could be in construction. Like you see, construction, building building houses and building buildings are a very important role in this world. Without you, there will be no buildings out there. It's a very skillful job and it depends on how you, how well you can learn things. And the next one, you could be a chef. Everyone eats and good food is not, not someone everyone can achieve. You can do that. So don't make yourself so small in this world. You can be someone bigger and you just have to go out and do it. There's no discrimination in whatever profession or jobs you're in. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you, you choose 
you you can do something, but you choose not to do anything, then yes, yeah, then that's it's bad. your choice and your mindset. Yeah, it's always your choice. Yeah, so never belittle yourself. Yeah, this is something that everyone has to hear. All right, so I think we have also covered a lot of situations that we can think of, like from eight years ago when I <laughs> and when I got my SPN results. That that is what I can actually observe from my surroundings. Um, so in two weeks time, okay, when this episode is out i think in two weeks you'll be getting your results if you are listening uh, spm students if you're listening remember to have a good mindset in your brain when you're having the results okay in your mind you have to remember be prepared for whatever results you're gonna get and stay calm and not you know overload yourself with so much overwhelming feelings or thoughts or anything yet take one step at a time and explore i think you'll get some time before you actually go into your tertiary education so Take your time to explore. It's okay. Come down. It's all good. Remember that you have a purpose. It doesn't matter what kind of role you're going to do. You can be whoever you are when you think positively and you work on your strengths. Yep. So that concludes our episode today. And now comes to the section where we call it questions of the pod. Yeah. And today we have a question for Diana. So the question goes... What is your childhood occupation and why did you choose that? Okay, um, I remember when I was in primary school that we had to fill up a borang that is your student details and then they will ask you, what is your occupation? So that time I always remember Pramugari because... What is a Pramugari? Stewardess. Oh, okay. <laughs> now think about it, it's like okay. rather, <laughs> rather funny because during that time I was exposed to one of my... Um, relative like she's my godmother and she is she used to fly for singapore airlines and every time when she's in penang she will come and stay with us so mm. in that time fresh in my mind i always think that wow this is such a you know such a fancy job you know being all very nicely in a uniform and very very pretty very fancy you know and then you, you just travel, travel around yeah and then from that onwards like, i was very exposed to this certain career that's why during that time i was thinking yeah i want to be a student i want to be a student but after that when i got exposed to even more like career choices or even more jobs that are out there i slowly you know f- try to find my way out to to see what is out there so today when i say i i used to think of i want to be a student of course it's a good occupation like it's a good career but now for me i think it doesn't suit me at all like no nothing close to it so yeah that that was my childhood occupation yeah thank you for the answer so from what we can learn from diana is that it's okay for you to change your mind just don't be so strict to your own rules or whatever you have set in life, you can change. Yeah, change change is the only constant in life, so it's always good to be exploring new things. Yep, so that concludes our episode for today. Please remember to follow our podcast at eliasjumix.com.my We are on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, TuneIn. Everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So... (laughs) Yeah, also it's after five at Jumix. Yeah, I would like to say like a disclaimer. If we haven't really covered your situation on how you should feel after getting your results, you are, you know, facing some difficulties, you can reach out to us. Just email us or even go to our social media and DM us. We are more than happy to help. So you can email us at after five Elias jumix.com.my and we'll be replying your emails or you just like a youngster like you, you might want to prefer going to social media we do that too so yeah feel free to just talk to us we are we are more than happy to answer them so with that uh, we're going to end this episode so everyone taking your SPN results 
good luck all the best have fun you know especially you know results are not every day you get to get your SPM results like mine was eight years ago since I don't know <laughs> once in a lifetime okay <laughs> so yeah okay this is DNI here signing out and this is Sense still bye bye goodbye